Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. We welcome in Matt Stinchcomb, who joins us every Thursday here in the locker room on the Fan 680-93.7 FM. And Stinch, we get to a week three. Is it find out week? For a whole lot of coaches, a whole lot of programs, and a whole lot of fan bases after your first week, the transition from week one to week two, and sometimes lesser opponents in the first couple of weeks. And now you try to get into some thick of things where you find out what you really are all about. Yeah, I think it's it's also not just for teams individually. This could be for, you know, at least how people perceive the conference. This might be the last week to really make a positive impression because you think there's not a ton of non-conference games that are going to wind anybody's clock until you get to the end of the season. And by then they've been talking so long about how like the SEC is down and, and maybe it is relative to where it was before that uh, it's kind of cemented in everybody's mindset by then. So you think about the, some of the games that are happening this week, you know, one of them will be the Missouri Kansas state game, which Kansas state's, you know, uh, favored pretty heavily in that one as the quote-unquote defending conference champion that nobody pays attention to. But Arkansas has got BYU. Uh, I mean, you've got uh, you've got these non-con games that you think you, you've already kind of whiffed in your first couple of weeks from an SEC's perspective. And so you now wonder, like, hey, you're not going to have a real strong opportunity to build a case for your teams or your conference even being that strong, you better have some strong candidates from a record standpoint at the end of the season because you might not get that uh, benefit of the doubt. And there's all kinds of teams out there that are going to have to prove themselves, even in conference games, the Florida-Tennessee game. We'll find out just how good Tennessee really is. Is that a contender uh, in the East Division this year? Matt, can you put your finger on why Georgia has struggled to run the ball the first two weeks of the season? Well, I think part of it's personnel um, at that position specifically. Um, uh, And I think the other part of it is, yeah, there are teams that I think it made a lot of sense to just say, look, it's once you can run it, you can do everything. So if I can take that away from you and it's easier, I think, to, you know, the old adage, there's, you know, three things that can happen every time you throw a football and two of them aren't good. Um, So if I'm playing the odds, maybe I do that, especially with a new quarterback and, and, uh, we'll say uh, more inexperienced and certainly unfamiliar faces out wide. But the other part of it is they, they being the, the offensive themselves and the line particularly, they have not been tied together, you know, especially guard to guard. Um, you know, they're playing teams that um, they're not always in these odd fronts, but you've got uncovered guards. And so because of that, everybody needs to know how are we working in combination with one another? It didn't always, they didn't always, uh, I think, have a clear identification as to who are we working to right here? When you got a guy lined up six inches from your face, there's a real high likelihood that he's the guy you should block. But when that's not the case, then it's like, all right, now we've got decisions to make. And um, I, I'm not sure that uh, it was always clear as to what they were trying to accomplish. That and you know, you've got guys back there that are carrying the ball that are new to this. You know, I was listening to Eli Manning um, uh, after the Monday night game the other day. He talks about, you know, rookies and rookie quarterbacks specifically. 
And people talk about coverage and tight windows, but he said the thing that got him and that he tells young quarterbacks now is, is how fast the rush happens yeah. and how fast you have to make a decision and re- blow through your progression quicker because they're going to get to you. It's, it's going to happen. These guys are paid a lot of money to, to affect the passer. And, you know, that's true of, of every click up um, when you jump from high school to college, college to pros. And there's these, you know, nuances that people I don't think always appreciate. And when you play teams – that are uh, that are going to be geared towards making you throw the football, or at least making you more inclined to throw the football, then um, that's going to ratchet up your decision making in the run game. We talk about like misidentifying or oh they blew the protection right there because a guy ran free. Well, oftentimes that's what's happening in the run game too, where you've got a guy that just wasn't accounted for, should have been, and so that's popped up a couple of times. And Kirby hit it this week. You know, some of it's. You know, they consider those now passes, we call them, or stork plays where you just kind of stand up and flip it out to a receiver and basically move the line of scrimmage. That's an extension of the run game and how, how well are you doing there? Because otherwise, you know, if you don't stand up and do that, you hand it off. So that's a run that you just said, look, numbers-wise, it makes more sense for us to flip it out there. And there's new faces out there too. And, you know, guys like, you know, Makai Muse, who is a willing blocker, and admirably so, He's still 5'7", 180-something pounds. I mean, he's put together as much as he can put together on that frame, but it's not going to be easy for him to be blocking, you know, a big star or even a, a Sam-type linebacker out there on some of those now passes. And so it's all, a lot of it, I think, is, is personnel-driven as much as it is anything else. Matt Stitchcomb joining us via the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. He joins us here in the locker room every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Stinch, uh, do you think the first two weeks in the season that the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator for the Bulldogs have been vanilla? Or do you think they were trying to run their stuff or just waiting on this SEC opponent? Yeah, you know, Joe, I think it's it's not like they're running somebody else's offense. Right. Uh, and you know the drill, right, where, where by then it's let's figure out who we are. And Georgia was afforded that opportunity based on the schedule. The first two weeks, it's not disrespecting anybody. It's just observing fact that they were they had the better team. And so because of that, and you're playing opposite a defense that should not face a ton of scoring pressure. And that was true in both instances. And, and they had personnel that they could have pushed out there that they didn't. I mean, that's, that, that seems pretty evident. Either that or they're just misrepresenting, you know, the availability of some of these guys. But um, otherwise, they're saying, mm, you know, let's be smart right here. And I think it makes total sense that, yeah, you're going to want to go out there, you want to execute. And it's not like, oh, we're not going to take any shots and everything's going to be, you know, these little 10-yard underneath patterns and keep it nice and close to the vest and run after catch and all that. No, I mean, they, they've – push the ball downfield. They've taken shots. They've missed some shots. They've hit some shots. Um, but are you going to be exotic? Uh, are you going to be pushing the envelope? Are you going to be uh, leaning into some of the concepts that you might ultimately be uh, using more prevalently once you get into conference play? No. Why would you? Mm-hmm. And so I do think that that's very much been the case. It's not like Georgia never blitzed. Yeah. I mean, they've pressured. Um, you know, are we are we seeing some of the pressures that we've seen, you know, more historically, even dating back to three seasons ago? No, uh, and but they're there, they're they're in there. There's no doubt. So it's just a matter of using it when you need to use it, uh, versus just throwing it out there just for kicks. And Kirby talks about it a lot, and I think it's true. It's definitely been true through the first two weeks, and and 
if we're being just clear-eyed about this, it's true this week too, that yeah. the reps that these players are getting in practice are tougher than the reps that they're going to get in the game. They're My facing better competition goodness. in practice. And so because of that, you know, why cut loose on game day? Uh, Kirby said something earlier this week, and I think you said it before, as far as sacks are concerned. And as an offensive lineman, uh, how important to you do you think the sack is either to not give up or to get as a defense? Well, to not give up is huge. I mean, it's it's always, you know, nobody talks about you until you either, you know, false start or give up a sack <laughs> or get a holding penalty. There you go. They talk about you then, too. Yeah. Hands yeah. to the face. Um, yeah, exactly. Hands to the face. No, no doubt that that one pops up from time to time. Defense, defense almost never gets their hands in our faces. It seems like, but <laughs> even though they do all the time, but it's, it's like that's an invisible thing. Like, oh, my helmet just popped off all by itself. I, I wonder why. Yeah, I'll go pick it up. Oh, I got to sit out of play now. Weird. So it's just, uh, you know, the, the not giving up sacks is big. Um, I think part of it, uh, the reason why a sack matters. Um, more than a pressure is that, you know, you can pressure a quarterback or affect a quarterback. I don't even know how they score the hurries. Sometimes yeah. I'll look up and I'm like, God, this team must have had 10 hurries, and they'll have like two. Mm-hmm. I'm going, well, I don't even know what qualifies. But the sack, that means that quarterback was on the ground. And hitting a quarterback matters. I think QB hits are a close second to sacks okay. only because right. that, that gets in their dome a little bit. No doubt. Wrapping up with Matt Stinchcomb here on the fan 680-93-7 FM. And you look at uh, all the stuff on defense, there is one thing that has been going well. Carson Beck, he doesn't have all of his wide receivers. Uh, he's looked well. And the, the dogs uh, might have a new little superstar when you look at Makai Muse making some plays and the special teams units coming up big against Ball State. Yeah, I mean, new faces, right? And, and Makai Muse as a walk-on. Cash Jones as a walk-on. I think those guys have accounted for – like 25% of Georgia's touchdowns uh, in the first two weeks. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that walk-on program over there, but it seems to be working pretty well. I mean, think about the Dan Jacksons, the Stetson Bennett's, Cash Jones now, Makai Muse. And then other guys are going to round into it where, um, you know, the it's not like the cavalry's coming. But, um, I, you know, you haven't seen a, a full complement of players out there, especially offensively uh, for Georgia just yet. And when you do – That'll be it'll be really interesting to see just how well they play on game day. Chemistry being as important as it is, but Beck, I think felt he definitely looked a lot better in week two than he did in week one. And he was shaky on that first drive. You know, there was a couple of throws that I think he would wanted back. Um, not that necessarily he was putting the ball in jeopardy, but where it could have been executed better, even on completions, two completions on an opening drive where you're like, mm, that ball placement's not ideal. They make the catch. You get the conversion, but you want that guy to be able to run through that ball. Um, But he played better um, than he did in week one. I think the partly it's mostly it's a a function of his mindset. It's a big deal. First time as a starter, second game out. Now you got a division game. Now you got a conference game. It'll be interesting to see how he performs and who he's who he's got out there with him. Uh, as far as the skill positions are concerned. Yeah, good stuff. Matt, uh, everybody's ready for week three action. Uh, got an SEC game, and we'll see if the dogs do everything the way that Kirby Smart will like for them to do it. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, and we'll see what week three yields for everybody in the college football world. All right, guys. Y'all have fun. Matt Stinchcomb joining us here in the locker room on the fan 680-93.7 FM. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 